Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. All right, everybody, welcome back to another episode of Mamba Moments. And as I mentioned last week, I just started as a staff writer, podcaster at Lakers Nation, and we have someone who I would consider the face of Lakers Nation, Trevor Lane, someone who I've watched for a long time, has provided amazing coverage to Lakers fans for a long time. And Trevor, how are you doing today, man? I'm doing well, man. Thanks. uh, Thanks so much for having me and uh, appreciate that kind intro. Absolutely. Always. You know, Trevor, we know you've talked and studied and watched the Black Mamba, Kobe Bean Bryant a lot. As we know, on this podcast, we celebrate the life and legacy of Kobe Bryant. And so what I wanted to ask you today to start off, you wrote an article when Kobe Bryant passed away. And you wrote about how basically everyone has their favorite Kobe moments growing up and these moments that really, really stick with them. And so what I wanted to know with you is in your own life, what Kobe moments really stuck with you or really signified you growing up or things that sort of kept in touch and on time with your own life? Well, there's, there's a few things there. I mean, there's, I, I wrote an article a few years ago where I basically compared growing up alongside Kobe, the generation of Lakers fans who grew up, who went through high school and college as Kobe was playing, which was, which was my generation, um, as Kobe was playing, as though, you know, we experienced certain milestones together. Kobe, his struggles getting through the early days of the NBA in a lot of ways for me mirrored getting through the high school experience and then Kobe kind of becoming a, a different version of himself, more of the superstar version of, of, of himself mirrored me going into college and coming into my own there and, and that sort of thing. Right. So uh, there's a certain connectivity there between this whole generation of, of Lakers fans and Kobe. And so I've, I've written about that, but it's when you look at what he's done over the course of his career, the one thing that I've always tried to emulate and, and often failed frankly, and I think most people would, but it's his ability to adapt and overcome. And it wasn't until, uh, it's a common phrase that you hear a lot, but it wasn't until uh, about 2006 that I first started hearing that and connecting it to Kobe Bryant. I I was uh, teaching at the time with a guy uh, who's a, a Marine and that was his attitude towards everything and that was instilled in him by the marines was adapt and overcome meaning that you know if you run into a problem you find a way to get around it and still get the job done and he used that phrase all the time and when he did i thought that's kobe in a nutshell that mentality right that idea that you're going to find your way to get the job done no matter what happens kobe you know he's he hurts one shoulder fine he shoots with the other hand right (laughs) he's got that ability to just keep pushing and pushing and pushing and keep trying to break through that wall because he knows that eventually he's going to eventually he's going to succeed he just has to keep after it and so that kind of adapt and overcome mentality is something that uh that i took from this guy that I thought with that was a Marine and connected it to Kobe and what I was seeing on the floor from him. And it's something that I've tried to tried to live by. And again, like I said, I've, I've often failed and I think a lot of people will, but it's still important to, to remember to keep pushing and keep driving forward. 
Wow, absolutely. No, those are really great insights. Appreciate the personal touch as well. Obviously, Trevor, with you being part of Lakers Nation, doing all the fan shows, uh, you get to connect with a lot of fans. You also did an interview with Meta World Peace. And so what I'm wondering is over all the years, over everything you've heard, what is your favorite and maybe even one that isn't as well known Kobe Bryant's story, even if it's personal to you? So my favorite one, oh gosh, there's so many of them. Uh, I'm going to go with one that uh, Andrew Andy Bernstein told me, uh, who was a, who's like the NBA, if you guys don't know him, he's the NBA photographer, right? If you've seen a lot of pictures of Kobe in action out on the floor, probably taken by him, right? Like he's, he's the guy for all of these pictures. He's the photographer for the NBA, a very, very nice guy. And he told me this story because I actually asked him that question. I said, you know, what's a what's a Kobe story? Are the, the rumors true about his work habits and all that kind of stuff? And he said, yeah, um, that when he was one of the times he was with Kobe, he had mentioned to him, hey, you know, I'd, I'd like to get some footage of you, you know, working out and, and that sort of thing. And he I, I can't remember where he said where they were, but they're at a hotel and Kobe was still up in his in his hotel room and he gets a call and he does and it's two in the morning and it's Kobe's trainer saying hey we're gonna go down to the gym and shoot around and he's like now he says yeah Kobe feels like it right now so we're going now so of course it's it's Kobe so he went and he took photos and he said his workout was insane and just like anything that you would imagine Kobe's legendary workouts to be like and that was just Kobe, it's the middle of the night. He was awake, so I thought, why not be making progress on my game if I'm going to be awake right now? And so that that always stuck with me. Like, it doesn't matter what time of day it is. doesn't matter what's going on. Kobe wants to find a way to get in the gym. Absolutely incredible. No, that's definitely a great summation of the Black Mamba and an incredible story from the legendary Andy B. Bernstein, who also did the photography for uh, the Mamba Mentality book. So... Yep. Trevor, that's a great Kobe story right there. Is there anything specific on the fan shows or with the Lakers Nation fan base insights or something that really blew you away about either that they had to say about Kobe or that you heard or anything of that nature? Absolutely. I mean, you hear so many stories about people who were impacted on a personal level by Kobe, about people who were able to take what they saw from Kobe and apply that to their lives. Like I was just talking about with adapt and overcome you. A lot of people have stories like that. It's that's, that's not unique. A lot of people took what he provided in terms of that Mamba mentality and have tried to apply that to their lives. And, and rightfully so it's certainly a, a valid endeavor, but I think the one thing that blew me away more than anything else that I've seen is just as a fan base was when Kobe passed away, that was a tough day for everybody, Yeah. right? And sometimes, and we see this not just in terms of sports, we see this on a national level, we see this on a global level, that shared experience can have a way of connecting us, of bringing us together because there is that, that empathy for another person because you know that they are feeling the same things that, that you are, or at the very least similar things as to what you're feeling. And so when Kobe passed away, I was particularly blown away by Lakers fans in general and how caring they were. 
we didn't see that side and you normally don't, right? Especially in the online world, like the, the Twitter sphere and everything, you get people that are, you know, snipping back and forth at each other and comments being made and, you know, all kinds of stuff, right? That, that's just out there just with, with being online. But when Kobe passed away, Chris, the Masterpiece Masters and I, that night we went live and we did a, a live stream and um, and just kind of brought in fans from everywhere and just talked and just went through everything, discussed how everybody was feeling. And in that moment, I was so amazed at how many people were responding so positively to each other, to all the other people that were dealing with this, that were having trouble processing. And even in a month, more than a month after, I had people reaching out to me saying that the things that we talked about on that show really helped them and that they had fans reach out to them, people they didn't know checking in on them, seeing if they were okay, because they felt like they were all part of this giant community that is Lakers Nation. And so for me, that's always going to be the silver lining from that that moment is seeing the way the Lakers community really came together and rallied around, not just Kobe and his family, but each other and really supported each other. Wow. That is absolutely incredible. And that actually uh, takes up one of the questions I was gonna ask because you and Chris really did do an amazing show that night. And if you took any positives away from that. So that's really, really special for sure. Um, so what I'd like to ask here is, did you ever personally get to see Kobe play, meet at any games or meet him? Yeah, I mean, I, I saw him play in person a, a number of times. Uh, he retired right as I started covering the team professionally. And I wasn't at a point where I was going to the games or anything like that. So unfortunately, I didn't get to actually go and, and interview him. I was part of a phone interview that he was on, but I didn't get to go interview him in person. I wish I, wish I had started in this gig, you know, a, a month or a year earlier, and then I probably would have had the opportunity to go and do that. But unfortunately I didn't, but I did get to see him a number of times. I got to see him play uh, a couple of times in his final season, make sure I got to go see him play then. Um, but yeah, unfortunately I didn't get to get in like a one-on-one -on -one interview process with him or anything like that. That's amazing. That's really, really cool. And for you personally, were there any favorite on court Kobe Bryant moments? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's weird to say, I suppose, but I mean, I saw all of them, right? My the, His entire career, I was locked in, right? His entire career, I was following Kobe. And so all the big moments I saw, and we can talk about, you know, the 81-point game. We can talk about the championships. We can talk about uh, the the two, the three-pointer against Portland in 04 to send it into overtime. Then the other one to win in overtime. Uh, we can talk about the buzzer beaters against the, the Suns. We can talk about all these crazy moments, right? But the one that actually stands out the most to me that sums up everything about Kobe is the last one, the 60-point the performance in his final game. That, that was a goosebumps experience for me. A lot of times when we see something great, we don't understand how great it really is until after the fact, right? We have to go back and rewatch it. And, and then we're like, oh, wow, like that, that really just happened. And it really, sometimes it takes some time to sink in. At least that's, that's with me, like big things happen and it takes a little bit of time for things to sink in, like how important that actually was, right? That game, that final game, as we're watching it, 
I'm thinking we're never ever going to see anything like this again. Like as that's happening, as he's going on this crazy run and, and he's scoring and scoring and leading the Lakers back against the Utah Jazz and then to a victory. I mean, it gives me goosebumps to talk about it to this day because there was this realization on my part, and I've written about this a lot, that as the game was going on, it kind of hit me like he he's emptying the tank. This is This is it. This is everything he has left. I don't think we've ever seen that before. I don't think we've ever seen an athlete, at least not in a team sports setting like this. You see the guys who are, you know, competing in marathons where they physically can't get their bodies to move any further and they're crawling across the finish line by the end, uh, like the Ironman races and things like that. Um, this was almost like the basketball equivalent of that over the long haul, over the course of his career. It felt like Kobe took every last bit of basketball that he had left in him and just left it right there on the Staples Center for and left it there for the fans. And that always just stuck with me. Like people talk about not about emptying the tank. They talk about not leaving anything undone, about making sure that you that you leave it all, all out there on the floor. And he did that to a degree that, again, I don't think we've ever seen before. That was like a, a final parting gift to Lakers fans. And again, I think that will be forever the greatest final performance that doesn't involve winning a championship anyway that I think we're ever going to see. I couldn't agree with you more. I was very fortunate to uh, fly out from Winnipeg, Manitoba for that game. And it was unlike anything I have ever seen before. The environment, the atmosphere, the inspiration of the performance, uh, truly incredible and great way to sum it up. So speaking of summing it up, this will be a final question here, Trevor. Appreciate you coming on the show. So overall, you know, you've shared some amazing insights. What do you think is the lasting legacy of Kobe Bryant or even what you personally will take away on sort of summing up uh, the whole experience as it is? I mean, I think the lasting legacy of Kobe is the, is the fight. It's, it's the battle and his battle. And it is for all of us. It was never Kobe against Jordan. It was never Kobe against Iverson or Kobe against LeBron or Kobe, you know, as much as we, we bring up these rivalries or as you know, rivalries and air quotes, like we call them, that was never it. It was never about that. It was always about Kobe versus Kobe. It was how far can he push himself in order to be great? Can he push himself a little bit better? Can he constantly get better in this area or that area? What can he get? out of his body. And I think that he got more out of his talent than anyone we've ever seen. Right. I mean, obviously physically gifted athlete, incredible ability, incredible feel for the game, but he also pushed himself to a degree that I don't know we've seen before. He was constantly fighting to better himself. And I think that's bigger than basketball and bigger than the NBA or sports. It's that mentality that I think we take away from from what he what he did, what he accomplished. I mean, we think about Mamba mentality as being like, oh, you know, you're taking the big clutch shot or, or whatever. You're not afraid of the moment. Yeah, like it's those things, but it's it's the constant struggle, and it's the the continued fight to get better each and every single day. And uh, I think that's that's the big thing 
that I'm always going to take away from from Kobe and what he meant to to Lakers Nation, what he meant to fans, what he meant to everybody. Wow, that is that is absolutely incredible, Trevor. Uh, I want to thank you so much for not only coming on today, but always like to give people their flowers at the end of the show. So yeah, all the great Lakers Nation coverage, uh, Lakers Nation stuff you're providing. I'm excited to be working with you here as well because the Lakers and Kobe Bryant will be synonymous forever. So with that being said, uh, please remember that all proceeds that I personally make will go towards the Mamba and Mamba Cita Sports Foundation. Uh, Trevor, anything else to say to close this off? Uh, no, just uh, thanks so much for having me and glad you're doing this and, and continuing to uh, allow us to talk about, uh, about Kobe, which certainly we're all uh, passionate about. And uh, yeah, I mean, this was, this was great. Appreciate you having me on. Always Mamba out, Mamba forever. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Mamba Moments with Lakers Nation's Trevor Lane. Remember to subscribe, download, rate, and review as any and all proceeds that I personally make will go towards the Mamba and Mamba Cita Sports Foundation. Mamba out, Mamba forever. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.